Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Exit Strategies Radio Show. I am your host, Corwin J. Millett, broker and owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. If this is your first time listening to this show, you, sir or ma'am, are in for a treat because our mission here is very simple. That is to empower our community through financial literacy and real estate education. We're legacy building. That is what we do. So if you're out there making things happen with your family, for the generations yet to come, you know, our word teaches us to leave a legacy, to leave an inheritance for our children, our children, children, and so forth and so on. We want you to put a hashtag on that thing that says that you are legacy building because that is what you are doing. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor FM. You can also find us on Instagram at our website, ExitStrategiesRadioShow.com. You can catch us in a number of different places on your favorite podcast applications. We appreciate you listening. Please share this content with your friends, your family, your coworkers, even those in your groups, your church groups, etc. Guys, because sometimes the message and the word that we are speaking here today is for you. Sometimes it is for someone else that you know. Again, we appreciate you listening. Let's get started. Good morning. Good morning and good morning again to you. Welcome to Asian Strategies Radio Show. Hey, our mission, guys, if you have heard, you should have known, is to empower our community, guys, through financial literacy and real estate education. That's what we do, guys. We legacy build, right? That's what we do. That's the things that we help you, our listeners, to make happen. So, guys, I'm super excited today for a number of reasons. First and foremost, guys, as the old folks say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So with that, I am going to be rejoiceful. I'm going to be energetic and I'm going to give you guys some information today. Trust me to help you inspire, encourage, motivate someone else. Hopefully, trustfully, it will do something, quote unquote, within you, within your spirit as well in the process, guys. And we want to take advantage, full advantage of being the best that we can be so that we can help, empower, encourage others to be the same. All right. So, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, trustfully, um, my running joke from Thanksgiving has been trustfully the swelling has went down. You know, most people say swelling. Well, what? Wait a minute. Think, well, no, nobody ain't beat me up. Well, nah, that food might have done something. Might have swollen your belly. So trustfully, guys, you guys have kind of gotten yourself, quote unquote, back to normal. Maybe if you were fitting in the sweatpants before Thanksgiving, maybe you can fit them again now after Thanksgiving has passed and all that wonderful food has kind of worked its way through your system, et cetera, et cetera. So again, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you all, all of our listeners, had a fabulous Thanksgiving holiday, enjoyed family, and most importantly, partook in what makes that day special. We all have these arguments. We all have this conversation. A lot of us, quote unquote, awoke, and we don't believe that that holiday is, quote unquote, for us. But the reality is, is that the opportunity to give thanks to your maker, to your creator, to your God is always at hand. And that is what we need to be focused on and concentrate on. Forget everything else. You can have find a thousand reasons to not believe a particular thing, but within you, there should be one, there should be whatever that belief is. It should exist in you no matter what 
exists in anyone else. So we oftentimes attempt to mirror, quote unquote, our beliefs, our thoughts on others. And that is not what you are called to do. Whatever your belief is, whatever it is, however that thing is, that is yours, own it, possess it, believe in it, act upon it. If it is your belief, it is your faith, this is what's going to happen, then act upon that and move forward and don't be dissuaded, don't be persuaded by someone else different. However, oftentimes, guys, that's not the case. But we won't go too far into semantics today. We won't go too far, quote unquote, into the weeds. We're going to get ourselves out the field and we're going to get ourselves back over here on some pavement to talk about, hey, opportunity. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, guys, our previous show that you listened to, we're talking about market. We're talking about a particular market in that time. And today we're going to talk about a particular area, a particular market as well. But we're going to speak about it from not only from a contrast to the area that we spoke about last, but we're going to speak about it from not only contrast, but also opportunity. And what I mean by that is we are oftentimes challenged. This past week, matter of fact, the past couple of weeks, I've had a lot of conversation, guys, as it relates to housing affordability. Lord, that is a revolving term right now. I mean, it's going from the top, quote unquote, to the bottom. Everyone from our top lawmakers all the way down to the average person on the street, if you will, are all speaking about housing affordability. The reality is that things increase in cost. The things that you're experiencing may see in your area and your market may differ from someone else. So some of our listeners here, you guys live in major metros. Some of you live in New York. Some of you guys live in places in California. Some of you guys live in, quote unquote, our backyard right here in the low country of South Carolina. Some of you guys are in the PD area of South Carolina, and that's part of the area that we're going to talk about today. Maybe you're in Greenville. Maybe you're in North Carolina. Maybe you're in Florida. Wherever you are, your market is specific to what's going on right there. It is impacted specifically by what is going on right there, whether that be an influx of people or what. So I want to talk today from a point of opportunity, but also I need to give you some education as we kind of go along. So I want to touch on a few different things. For those of you who are political watchers, all right, I ain't going to go too far, all right? But for those who watch politics, you understand that population influences districts, which influences who's in office, which then influences votes, et cetera, laws, all that stuff, all right? We have seen an influx of population in the South Carolina that has been driven by a number of different things. It has been driven by tourism. It has been driven by industry. It has been driven by, quote unquote, a natural migration. I am from, and you know, it's interesting, a client called me the other day and in conversation, just kind of catching up. He, well, Colby, you mind if I ask you how old you are? And I, no, okay, personal question. I'm okay, yeah. So I told him how old I am. He said, what? I thought you were such and such. I'm like, well, no, I ain't that old. I thought you was in your 50s. No, sir, I'm I'm not. I'm just happened to be an old soul, happened to have been brought up with older people. So therefore, to be blunt about it, my views and my tendencies are from generations that are unfortunately far gone now. I want to say to you that you, you, have the opportunity right now. And we want to help you to capitalize and focus on it. We don't want you looking at 
the glass is half empty. We want you to look at it always as half full, being filled. So that way you understand that eventually your blessings will overflow. When it's half empty, you look at it as being depleting, not being renewed, not growing. When you look at it as half full, you look at it as, okay, it's filling. And if I keep going, then eventually it's going to spill over. Your cup runneth over. That comes from my word. You have the opportunity for your cup to runneth over. Again, from where I'm from originally, we didn't see a tremendous amount of homeownership. We didn't see a tremendous amount of encouragement for people to stay where we were from. People left. All right. My great grandparents, their children. So my grandparents, they left. They moved. They went out of the area where I'm from. My grandmother was of that generation that they moved up north to larger cities for industry, for opportunities that they were not going to be afforded in the South at the time. Now, bearing in mind that my grandmother, you know, she would have been or was a child that came of age 50s, if you will. And in turn, opportunity in the South in the 50s and 60s was very limited, very restrictive for people of color. In turn, she made her, my uncle, they went up north with their aunts and uncles who were up north, who had left the south, and in turn were working in factories and, and industries up north. And my grandmother, as I remember, I never remember her being a part of a factory or anything of that nature. But what I do recall is her working as an office administrator. So she ran, she was office manager, ran an office for an advertising company in New York City office was in Manhattan. That office, that company was, if I remember correctly, Fine Art Velocks, I believe is what it was. They drew, the guys drew a number of different things there. Um, I saw them draw cartoons, all that stuff. And I remember spending summers up there in that environment. So I was exposed to different things. I ran around the city with their runner who delivered artwork and advertising stuff to different companies throughout Manhattan. In other parts of the city, jumping on and off subways, buses, all that stuff, and running up and down the street and things of that nature. So not to go too far into that, but I'm, again, trying to give you that, that people left. So what happens is now those generations that are still yet here, those grandparents, if you will, those that went up north, a lot of them are starting to migrate their way back down south as they retire. Yeah, they're coming back down south. They're coming to, quote unquote, where their roots are, if you will, but where cost of living also is much less. As we've talked, that is something that we've seen as a constant. And what's happening is a lot of those people, when they come back into South Carolina, they're coming into areas like Greenville. They're coming into areas like Columbia, Myrtle Beach, Charleston, Hilton Head, Buford area, because those areas have a lot of commercial activity that gives them a little, little bit of city and enough country to satisfy them, a little bit of, of country with enough city to satisfy them, whatever one you look at. But more and more people are going, quote unquote, outside of that. And what I mean by going outside of that is that people are going and seeing opportunities in even more rural areas. So we're also seeing an influence of people going into the Florence area. Florence is an, quote unquote, an ideal hub um, somewhat like the Charleston region, definitely like the Columbia region, because you have intersections of interstates. You're in, in the Florence area, Florence County, in Florence, 
uh, right outside the city proper, if you will, you have not only I-95, but you also have I-20. They intersect. Eventually, there's going to be another interstate corridor that kind of runs close to that area as well that will bring, quote unquote, all that stuff together because you have people that are traveling to the beach, Myrtle Beach coming from up north, and they cut through that area. You have people coming from, quote unquote, down south. They come up, they go up through Florence County, kind of cut through that way, going to the beach as well. So again, those areas see growth because as people are traveling through those areas, people look at the opportunity to create or build businesses to support. So gas stations, hotels, as people may want to stop, restaurants, people got to eat, right? So all those things, you start seeing these hubs kind of start building up around these particular intersections, these particular corridors, because people are traveling through. Again, you got more eyes looking. So that kind of drives and builds that. Now, eventually, along with this growth comes obviously more jobs. Eventually, people begin to settle in those areas. And then in turn, what happens is you have an expansion of both residential and commercial opportunities that present themselves in those particular hubs. And I'm educating you all because as you look in your own backyard, you should start to notice and understand the patterns. And, you know, I used to have this conversation often where I am, you know, you go leave home in the morning, come home in the afternoon, there's a building somewhere or a house almost built, seemed like that wasn't there when you left a little earlier. So guys, look, we have quickly come up on our first break, quote unquote, of the show. Y'all please hold tight. Y'all please flip that flapjack. Guys, and most importantly, hold tight because we're going to be right back. Congratulations to Exit Realty Low Country Group's Realtor of the Week, none other than Jessica Collins. You can reach Jessica Collins at 843-568-7299 or text Jess to your nest. That's J-E-S-S, the number two, Y-O-U-R. N-E-S-T, Jess to your nest to 85377. You guys give Jess a holler now. Got second segment, Exit Strategies Radio Show. Hey, thank you so much for sticking with us, for tuning in. Thank you for our loyal listeners, you guys who tune in from now, a lot of different places. Guys, look, you know, our listeners are all over the world now, and I'm extremely excited about that. Um, a lot of you guys are tuning in on the radio app, you're coming in from, you know, WJNIGospel.com. I'm uh, downloading that mo- that app for the station and listening to us, quote unquote, live. For those of you who are going to our platform, to our website, or otherwise listen to our podcast through other sites from other parts of the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. So before the break, we're kind of talking and kind of giving you a little bit of context and background to give you some understanding of opportunity. And when I started this conversation, I started talking about kind of where I'm from, which is a more rural part of South Carolina. One of the most, well, not the most, but a more rural county, not necessarily the poorest county in South Carolina, but nonetheless, a more rural county in the state. And in turn, today, what we want to kind of delve into a little bit to kind of give you guys a taste, if you will, is some opportunity. So a couple of weeks ago, our show, we talked about McCain Bay neighborhood, the Somerville area of South Carolina, which is one of the top residential plan developments in the entire country. Um, if I remember correctly, Cane Bay is still top 50 as far as plan units 
in the entire country. That is massive, but not the neighborhood is massive. I think it might be bigger neighborhoods, but who knows? But nonetheless, it is a huge title to bear, you know, great recognition, if you will. So what I want to talk about today, though, again, is opportunity. A lot of people, you know, we look over, quote unquote, things that's outside of, but may be within reach. I'm going to talk about, because this is near and dear to my heart. What's near and dear to me is that people within my quote-unquote home community have the opportunity, and most importantly, that they're able to grow. And I've made a commitment over the years to work to empower, to encourage, as well as seek to create additional opportunities in that area. I want to talk about, we talked about, and this is a huge gap, guys, and forgive me for stumbling over some of this because I want to make sure that you understand the real opportunity. So for some of you who are investors who are looking at where a next opportunity may be, Marion County, South Carolina, let's talk about that for a little bit today. Marion County, South Carolina, guys, sits between Dillon County and Horry County, between Florence and Horry County, between I-95 and the beach. All right. A lot of traffic runs through that county, through that area on the way to Myrtle Beach, North Myrtle Beach, et cetera. You know, Myrtle's Inlet, some people cut through that way, depending upon where they're coming from. But some people cut through that way for that area as well. A tremendous amount of opportunity there. And we'll talk about some other counties within the state of South Carolina. We'll also, as we continue, you know, going forward with the show, we'll actually go even further because we don't want to be isolated in our approach. But we also want to make sure that we are talking, giving information and then delving deeper to educate you on where you can make money. All right. So I'd be remiss if I didn't take this as an opportunity at this point to talk about what my words are. You know, typically every year I have a word that is a focus, that one thing that you want to concentrate on, that one thing. Now, if I had to make it one one thing, it would be more, would be the word. But I actually have a series of words this year. And those words are more, are help, are people, money, and make. All right. And I'm going to use those words in a number of different ways, in different phrases, in different sentences over the years. And I'm going to start by giving you some examples. One, our intent, my intent, my personal intent my personal commitment to you, our listeners, and for every consumer, potential consumer that I am, that I encounter going forward for the foreseeable future will be to help more people make more money, to do a number of things around that. And again, ultimately, what we want to do is always be of service. So guys, look, let's come back and let's talk about interesting information. The median sales price of a home in Marion County, guys, is below $100,000. As of November of this year, so just this past month, the median sales price of a home in Marion County was $90,000. That right there spells opportunity. The average sales price, which, you know, guys, we've had the information on averages and median, is the same. Homes in that area, guys, now stay on market a very short period of time. All right. The average days on market for a home is very very small, very low. Your supply of inventory, though, about a couple of months. And that's just Marion County. 
So what's interesting is that rental rates vary, obviously, as you can very well imagine, but you have opportunity on rental rates to be anywhere from five to maybe seven or more hundred dollars a month, depending upon the house, the product, et cetera, in rent on a home. So if you are an investor, if you're looking for a place to park some money, picking up a property in that particular area, in that market, and then turning that home into a rental property could help you to continue. Or if you are a newbie just beginning to start to create and build wealth. And the reason why I frame it in that context is because, and and why I bring this is because oftentimes we're looking at risk. Sometimes we're looking at the amount of money, the quote unquote, the cost to be a part of the game, the pay to play fee, if that makes sense. Most of you are, are really wanting to invest in real estate, but you're watching others and some of you attempt to do things without understanding what others are doing or if they're actually getting it accomplished. And what I mean by that is real estate requires money, not all the time. There are ways to create opportunities that you would have no or little expense in order to participate. However, those opportunities are not as plentiful as you may expect or may think, which means that outside of that, there has to be some financial commitment in order for you to be able to participate. And if you're looking at it from that standpoint, and maybe you just make that your backstop, there's nothing that says that you have to have money to invest in real estate. However, people that build true wealth, create wealth, typically have some financial investment into the process. Again, that's just what it is. So when we look at this, we look and say, okay, you know what, guys, you have an opportunity here in a market like this to buy homes, create rental income for yourself. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, you're someone who is looking for a place to retire to, maybe a smaller community. You can buy a home, turn it into a rental, because I've actually seen that. I'm noticing in that particular area, more and more people are moving into that area from larger cities. Maybe you want a quieter neighborhood, a quieter area, less activity, you know, less people. Maybe you're coming from a larger city. These types of opportunities exist where you can go into, quote unquote, a smaller, if you will, bedrock community that has services. Obviously, you want to make sure you got fire, EMS. You want to make sure you have police. You want to make sure that you have patrols, those kind of things going on. And you can purchase a home in those areas for significantly less than what you would pay in an area that you may currently be in. Imagine being in, let's say, I mean, I just was recently in San Diego and even San Francisco, you know, what people are paying for a home there, a million, million and a half for a home there. And you can move into an area like maybe Marion County and buy a similar sized and similar home, if you will, and have and maybe purchase that home for $200,000 or less. That is a massive opportunity that people are not necessarily paying attention to. Imagine this, and and this is the, the fact that we've talked about here repeatedly on the show, especially as of late, as people are trying to understand why and how pricing of homes have been influenced in their particular neighborhood, in their particular area, because people are transient, people are coming in, and as people are working for companies and working remotely now, they can live somewhere where 
They don't have to report to an office on a daily basis, don't have to make the commute. And somewhere like Marion County, that's about 30, 45 minutes away from the airport is ideal for someone who may need to catch a flight to go to New York or may need to catch a flight to go into Georgia or Florida or some other state. They can catch a direct flight out of those areas, get to a meeting and then get back home that night, have a lower cost of living, a quieter living, a most peaceful living, if that's what they what is peaceful to them and then be able to go forward from there. That is huge. That is huge. So what we want to make sure that we're you know, looking at is the opportunity. And, you know, as you guys are kind of sort of looking to, if you will, vet where you should be at, what you should be doing as we look to go into a new year, make it your personal commitment, your personal resolve to not only desire to do better, not only the desire to invest in real estate or maybe purchase your first home or whatever that looks like for you as far as real estate goes. But let's create a plan, put it in writing, make a vision board, and let's look at this every day as we take our walk, our steps, so that we can accomplish that thing that we so desire. Oftentimes we wish, we hope, yet and still, and maybe we even pray. But Beyond that, we have to act. And we've had that show. We've had that discussion on air, that conversation on air about the wish and the hope and the prayer and the action. And if we don't put all those things into accord, then we're less likely to achieve our objective and to achieve our dream. That is what we want to make sure that we change this year going forward. So, guys, look, please reach out to us if you got any questions and we can help you in any way to understand we've reached the end of our show today. I'm very, very excited because I'm delving back in here, guys, because over here right now, this second, I'm working on the strategy for the investor in this area. We have a home coming on the market soon in this area that is going to be an ideal rental and or potential flip situation for the right investor. So please make sure that you reach out to us. If you got any questions, Please if you go to our website, exitstrategyradioshow.com, click contact, send us a note, guys. We'll be glad to answer any questions for you. Or give our office a call. Exit Realty Low Country Route. Yep, that's where you can call us, 843-619-3005. Guys, as always, I thank you for tuning in to today's show. I thank you for listening, for being a part of the Exit Strategies Radio Show family. Most importantly, we love you. We love you. We love you. Yes, we do. And we're going to see you guys out there in the streets. Guys, that was a great show today. And we thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Exit Strategies Radio Show. My name is Corwin J. Millett. Yes, that is me. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in for today's episode. Exit Strategies is my baby. It is how I give back to our community. It is how I foster goodwill, spread good news, and trustfully help you get great results. Guys, as I always say to you, as I always say to you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And we're going to see you guys out there in the streets.